and today we discuss the perfection of desire how sometimes people have this wrong understanding that uh, we should become desireless we should not desire anything or sometimes we have this understanding that why sometimes it is happening that there are many people in this world those who are getting many many things many many rewards which are that they are not supposed to get sometimes people have this understanding that god is partial so all these things will understand how god or krishna is not partial there is a perfect arrangement behind everything and how we can actually deal with our desires which right now is basically desires are a problem for us but eventually that same desires can become cause of liberation so we'll discuss now just and dedicated to just like against the prabhupad so prahlad maharaj is praying again नैसा परावर मते भवतो ननुष्यात जन्तो यथात्म सुहृदो जगतस्तथापी संसेवया सुरतरौ इवते प्रसाद सेवान रूप मुदयो न परावरत्म वेरी नाइस अगेन वेरी पोएटिक वे प्रहलाद महाराज इज प्रेजेंटिंग हिज प्रेयर्स व्हाट इज द ट्रांसलेशन अनलाइक एन ऑर्डर इन लिविंग एंटिटीज माय लॉर्ड डू नॉट डिस्क्रिमिनेट बिटवीन फ्रेंड्स एंड एनिमीज the favorable and the unfavorable because of your due there is no conception of higher and lower nonetheless you offer your benediction according to the level of one's service exactly as a desire tree delivers fruits according to one's desire and makes no discrimination between the lower and higher so now many times you would have seen in this material also and many time atheist class of people also they they say this thing that uh there are so many disparities are there in this material right you see some people are fabulously rich some people are rich just like for example these days we are hearing about gautam adani said he is becoming even more than warren buffett such a he is going to he is i think asia's richest person now and some people are fabulously rich they have that much money that even they want to spend now every day they are not able to spend they want you to st- uh, spend their money that much money they have and other side people have don't they don't have sufficient money to even take food they cannot even take two times of food and people are taking birth with silver spoon that's like they are taken birth in such big families another side they take birth they are struggling for even eating uh, their business they are not able to fulfill like that many many things we see there are many disparities in this material world and sometime because of not not having proper understanding and proper knowledge and without as we understand without having this proper understanding of scriptures proper understanding of how the laws of this world are working people sometime become atheist and they say okay, there is no god even though there is god is there he doesn't have any proper understanding how to deal with the situation more or less when we see that in this material world sometime uh, some good people are suffering and some bad people are enjoying we see many times a person who is a rogue a thief or he has done so many bad activities he is enjoying very nicely outside world and a person who has done good for the society sometime we see apparently he is suffering so after the, seeing all these things sometime person become more convinced that there is no law working and even if there is god he is not at all uh, sentient he is basically simply doing without any uh, rational there is no rationalism in his activity whatever he is doing without any uh, logical reasoning behind it and ultimately they uh, they uh, sometime became atheist or sometime blame god 
without having proper understanding. But actually, when you read this verse, very, very nice. Pralad Bharat is, is giving answer of this question. The last word of this verse is, this word, the last word, the uh, last word of this verse is, Paravaratvam. Paravaratvam means without any discrimination of lower and higher. That means God or Krishna never discriminated that this person is lower, this person is higher as per his material esteem. No. He never does like you know, Bhagavad Gita also Krishna says, Bhuteshu, I am equal to every living entity. Then why it is happening that some people are suffering, some people are enjoying? Even though Krishna is not partial to anyone, but sometimes we see some people are suffering, some people are enjoying. So what is the reason? So now it is mentioned here, Sevan Rupam and the desires of living entities. So that is the entire thing because of that. Paravaratvam discriminated due to higher and lower levels. That means Krishna never discriminates. This person is higher, this person lower. So let me give him let, let me give him more favor, let me give him less favor. No, he is equal to everyone. It is living entity's own desire because of that either he is suffering or is enjoying this material world. So Prabhupada writes is a very important verse, fifth chapter and fifteenth verse, five point one five. This is a very important statement. Prabhupada writes. He, he here means Krishna or God. Krishna does not create a particular situation for any living entities. But the living entity, bewildered by ignorance, desire to be put into certain conditions of life and thereby his chain of action and reaction begins. That means it is we, our desires. Because of our desire, we are sometimes getting some good, sometimes getting some bad. Krishna is not the cause of that. Ultimately, everything is if sanctioned by Lord. That's why we heard Bhagavad Gita. Krishna is there and everyone has his Paramatma. So, he sanctions the living entity's desire. So, definitely, sanction is there. But, if a person's, the, the beginning point is living entity himself. If a person is living entity desire to go to hell, he is doing that, doing that kind of activity, then Krishna will sanction, okay, you want to go to hell. Your activities are like that. Better you go to hell. But sometimes they want to serve Lord. No, I don't want to go to hell. I want to become a nice devotee. Then Krishna will sanction that also. So it is it, 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 basically it is living entities desire because of that either he is suffering or enjoying. And the very important statement, the mind, the last line of this statement is that thereby is chain of action and reaction begins. So as soon as you desire, that means let's say you have desired something. I want to I want to have a Ferrari, something like that. So you have a desire. Now Krishna will fulfill that desire because you have a desire. Now for fulfilling that desire, you have to work. And as soon as you start working in this material world, there are there are chain of action and reaction. So we start getting, we start getting ourselves entangled in the cycle of action and reaction. So it is not Krishna, it is not God, it is our own desire, just like a father. We will discuss all these things in the course of this session. So, very nicely you can understand Prabhupada writes in one of the birth, but whenever we have a desire, we can understand in this way, whenever we have a desire of something, it is some, like, something like we are submitting an application. We are submitting an application to the Lord. And as we understand from the scriptures, we have right till now, as we know in this life only, we have, we have submitted millions of applications. That means millions of desires are pending. And as soon as we get up in the morning, again we have many more desires, many more applications are there pending. So already many 
there is a bunch of such a big bunch already there in front of the lord of applications okay you want this also you want this also and every day morning we submit more new applications so oh, this is also good let me have this also so whenever we desire actually we are submitting submitting a kind of application in front of the lord that my lord i want this from you so lord says okay already many are pending one more has come no problem so what lord will do and actually it's a fact it's not something that uh, it i just like for the sake of telling saying i'm telling krishna says in bhagavad gita parmatma is in the heart he sees living entity desire and essentials so that's the same thing we can understand that we have to submit an we submit an application the lord sees that application okay this person wants this thing let me see whether he is he will be able to he has a required currency for that or not so what happens when a person submits a application if he has required punya that means currency for example i want you want to purchase a, a computer or laptop if you have sufficient money you can go and purchase so if you have sufficient punya sufficient currency that so punya is like currency to purchase that desire and get that activity done so if you have the required punya it will get fulfilled lord will sanction that okay you want that particular thing you have required currency also sanction it you can go and have and just like a father father uh, sanction the desire of a child sometime even the child sells okay i want something which is not uh, is there which is not good in some time but father the child is stubborn he want father will submit okay you want that thing you want this thing okay let me fulfill it so let's like father sometime uh, fulfill the desire parmatma also krishna also sanction the desire okay you want i'll give you that thing but what happens after that so as we discuss there is a verse in gita prakriti karmani kriyamani gune karmani sarvasa ankar vimudatma karta aham iti manyate that means let's say if you have a desire and you do not have required currency then what will happen now this is the thing if you don't have required currency and you have a desire that desire is very strong then what you will do krishna will arrange the nature in such a way that you have to get that required punya because the very fact that you have a desire you cannot perceive that thing without having required punya so what krishna will do krishna will arrange material nature in such a way that you can require acquire that required punya and because of that punya you can fulfill that desire and requiring that punya because of that living entities are working very hard you see in this material world so many applications are there so many not of this lifetime many many lifetimes applications are pending and every time we are taking new life we are submitting new application so what is happening that we don't have required punya we have to work very hard to achieve that and that's why you see people are working very hard morning day morning 7 o'clock till night 10 o'clock they are working very hard to get that punya cause what cause of that desire so it is not something that uh, we can just some theoretical thing you can see practically person is having so much of money everything is available but still is working further hard why because he want to get more punya he want to get more he have many many more desires not maybe not necessarily that gross desire some there are some certain desire also that person may not be working very hard to get some money sometime no but he is working working very hard to get some subtle desire name and fame also certain desire is there so for that also person may work very hard so it can be gross thing it can be subtle thing also but in any way if a person wants to get that particular desire fulfilled he has to work very hard and for that material nature we arrange everything because krishna is a father you want that thing krishna will sanction okay you want please take but for that you have to pay the currency 
Now, what happens? The nature of material desire is that it is addictive in nature. Addictive in the sense that some once it is get fulfilled, you get some pleasure, and once you get pleasure, again you get desire. Again you submit application. Let's say you get uh, some particular object. You got some pleasure out of it. Again you want it, and now you submit ten applications for that. Earlier you submitted one. Now you submitting ten more than. Then again you have to work very hard. So ultimately you are getting entangled in the material nature. And first of all, it is addictive. Second, very important thing, it, it is not that we'll get full satisfaction out of it. We may get some material satisfaction for the time being, but we will not get full satisfaction. That's why we want more, we want more, we want more. And the more we want, the more we have to work. And the more we have to work, the more we're getting entangled. So, there is a verse which says, Man ebi manushyana karanani bandha mokshaye. That means this mind or senses or desires as the cause of a living entity's bondage, and the same mind, sense, and desire can become cause of a person's liberation. Man ev manushana karanani band mokshaye. Man ev, the mind only, senses only. Manushana, living entities, karanani is a reason of band. Band means liberation, uh, sorry, bondage, and moksha means liberation. So, this is the thing. So, uh, as we discussed, the many, many desires, many, many applications we have submitted. So, what happens when a person becomes little mature in understanding the thing? Okay, I have submitted many, many applications. At least I, I am aware of now. Maybe past life and when I was not aware, I have submit, submitted many, many applications. But now today, because I am aware, now let me not submit any more application for my, my son's gratification. Because that is ultimately not going to satisfy me. I have submitted many applications because of that I am not satisfied and already I am taking so many but now let me not more, not let me not submit any more application. So let me now try to develop the desire or submit the application that Krishna I don't want any material desire. I want to serve you. That is called as desire which is purifying. So sometimes what happens we Although we may be the chanting of Hare Krishna mantra is that only. Chanting of Hare Krishna is mantra is what the Krishna and Radharani, please engage me in your service. Although I have submitted many, many applications in the past, now please engage me in your service. So, what happens when we chant Hare Krishna mantra? Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. That means Krishna says, okay, now you are coming up with the desire that you want to serve me. That's why you are chanting two hours in the morning, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. So, let me. See whether your desire is strong or not. So sometimes you will see that you may be chanting very nicely, but you will have an opportunity of such gratification because ultimately such gratification is material desire. So Krishna will test whether this person is actually serving, is, is actually want to serve me or is doing some disservice. Disservice means actually I am chanting, but actually I don't mean for that. So Krishna will test sometime a devotee. He will give some material sense gratification of opportunity. At that time, if you get in, you are indulging in that, then Lord will think of this person maybe right now not ready because morning was chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Let us see whether how much uh, strong he is. But as soon as you indulge sense gratification, that means right now still we are not enough strong. So Krishna says, okay, let him enjoy nicely this material world. We will see in future what we get. Prabhupada writes, Lord as super soul in the heart of every living being knows that what is in the mind of each living entity and no one can do anything without the knowledge of the Lord within. 
by superior intelligence the lord the lord gives intelligence sorry the lord gives everyone the chance to fulfill his desire to the fullest extent and the resultant reaction is also awarded by lord last line is very important lord will lord will give every opportunity so that you can you want to enjoy you can enjoy but the resultant reaction is also awarded by the lord so sometimes people ask this question also probas this lecture okay i am uh, i am not i am not satisfied i am a fool uh, i am not doesn't have intelligence i am asking this material desire why god is fulfilling this material desire and i don't want to go in, uh, towards the lord why god is not coming to me lord should come why is fulfilling my material desire sometimes this question comes why lord is fulfilling my material desire he should not fulfill only because the father if sees that child is not enough sufficient intelligent enough you will not fulfill that no here is the understanding that krishna never forces a living entity this is a very important thing we should understand devotional service is a voluntary act of a jiva nobody can force you nobody can force you to attend this session nobody can force you to chant hari krishna mantra nobody can force you to, to perform devotional service it is living entities voluntary desire but if you have desire then krishna will help you further just like if you have a desire he can arrange material things for you similarly if you have desire to serve lord lord will arrange that thing also so it is not that lord is partial or lord is not helping you he is helping you but you don't want to don't want to take help what can he do and he as his father as he is supreme father so he wants to see that my child if want some material desire also let him get fulfilled but you are sabban you want okay you want that to take that but the last line is the resultant reaction is also awarded by the lord you have to pay for it also so there cannot be a possibility where you are enjoying anything without paying any price whether in material world or spiritual or in the laws of nature also you have to pay the price not maybe sometime you may pay you may enjoy something which we have not paid in this life but you may have to pay much more in pre, in next life in more lives for the lives so that's why krishna is aware of everything parmatma in the heart is aware of each and every thought of living entity sometime you think that nobody is watching what i am doing no nobody may may not be watching here but parmatma in the heart is watching everything bhagavatam says not only parmatma sun uh, moon day night stars air everyone is watching what you are doing everyone we cannot go uncaptured if you have done something wrong maybe you can you can somehow they play around with the material world's law but you cannot play around with the the laws of nature written by krishna so that's why our desire should be directed nicely if direct our desires are not directed same desires will go towards the take towards the hell and how these desire desires are developed very easy karanam gudas gudas sangasya that means by association by association you will develop this desire just like you will see one boy was telling me that prabhuji my mother she never used she has never used phone in her life and she was uh, even if she had a phone this phone phone was very small like little nokia phone just you can make a call and to satisfy with that but now since i have given her a small smartphone and she has seen that her friends are also having smartphone she is also demanding new phone every week every month or every year i want a new phone every year so earlier she was okay without even phone also she was okay but now when she is seeing okay she my other friend also has a phone i also want it 
So you can see here, because of association, her mother, his mother is developing desire to get new phone. Similarly, in the same manner, we are also getting new desire because of association. This is a very important thing in living in unity. If somehow or the other we can choose our association correctly, we can come out of this material bondage. Because this is one thing which is in our hand. We can look for it. We can desire for it. At least Krishna, I don't want material desire. Although I've submitted many, many applications in past, now I don't want any material things. Now I want only to serve you. And for that, whatever is required, please give me. Please give me devotee association. Then Krishna definitely will help because he is father. So Prabhupada tells a very nice story. If you don't have proper understanding what kind of desires we have, what kind, what kind of, uh, what we should ask from the Lord, then what will happen? Which is going to happen in this story. So there was one lady, Prabhupada says one old lady, and she was carrying one bundle of sticks on her head. So she was very old. She was not able to hold properly. Somehow she was managing. And what happened after some time, somehow the other that entire bundle of stick fell off on the ground. And she was struggling somehow the other how to again I can carry, I can lift it and keep on my head. So she was struggling very hard. So she cried, Oh God, please help me. So God came. Krishna came because she was in helpless condition. She was crying. So Krishna came. So she, Krishna asked, what do you want? So she says, please keep this bundle of sticks on my hand. So Prabhupada says, this is called intelligence. Krishna is standing in front of him, her, and she's asking God, please keep this bundle of sticks on my hand. So this happens with all of us. If you don't have proper understanding how to utilize this human form of life, we will ask Krishna, please keep this not a bundle of sticks, bundle of big, big words on my head and let me not walk also. <laughs> this is our understanding. This is our situation. So till that time, we don't have transcendental knowledge. This knowledge is very, very important. Till the time we don't have this knowledge, we won't be able to even understand what to desire, how to desire. Our desire will only be about this eating, sleeping, meeting and depending about four things. Some or the other sense gratification. If I get, that is my only desire. And for that, we will submit every day thousands of applications. Moment you have a desire, there is an application submitted. Remember this. If you have a desire, immediately you have submitted an application. Now, if you are intelligent, you may again pray to Krishna, please cancel that application. By mistake, I have done. But next day, what happened? Again, your application will come. <laughs> so, like that, many millions of applications are keep on, keep, on, keep on coming. So, now, when we associate with devotees, then that number of applications slowly will come down and we will submit the real application. Now, Krishna, please allow me to serve you. Although I am not qualified, I am not at all eligible, I am so many anarthas, but please, please allow me to serve you. That is devotee's application. Now, one more question sometimes people ask. Why Krishna gave me this ability to desire? But last, last, last question was why Krishna is sanctioning that desire. Now this question may come: Why Krishna first on first place give me that the desire only to serve? Oh, sorry, ability to desire. If I don't have any ability to desire, I will not be able to desire. Right? Because of desiring, I am getting entangled. Because of desiring ability, I am having so much of virtue. So better let me. I should not have the desire only to. Uh, 
uh, ability to desire only. Krishna is real father, you should not give me this ability to desire. No. This ability has a very, very important place that we will discuss in, in the course of discussion. How this ability is very, very powerful if utilized properly. So Krishna has a purpose for giving this ability. Now, this is the answer. Once relationship with the Supreme Lord is in proportion with, to, the, to the surrenderance, sorry, once relationship with the Supreme Lord is in proportion to, the, to that surrender and the service one renders unto the Lord. Thus, throughout the entire world, the higher or lower position of the living entities are selected by the living entity themselves. If one is inclined to dictate that the Lord grants something, one receives benediction according to his desires. Now, the answer is, ye tam this verse So, why Krishna gave ability? So that you can desire to serve him, not that desire to desire for sense gratification. Just like I give one more example in one of the session. Just like you're working for a company, you're an employee of a company. Company may give you many, many facilities. You, company can give you mobile phone, company can give you car, company can give you laptop, company can give you many other facilities also, credit card and everything. But for what purpose? So that you can utilize all these instruments for the service of that company, to serve that company. As soon as you start utilizing for yourself and not for company's purpose, company will take back all the support, all these instruments from you, facilities from you. Similarly, this ability to desire has been given to the living entity so that it can desire and serve Lord. Just like Prabhupada, he desired that I want to spread this movement all over the world. And since he desired, he acted, Krishna sanctioned, okay, you, you go and preach all over the world. That was a desire of Prabhupada. Similarly, we can also desire, Krishna, I want to serve you. Because if you don't have any desire, if you don't have any free will, then we will become a robot. Then why should be blamed if you are a robot? We, don't, we never blame a robot, right, if you done something wrong. Correct? Similarly, if we don't have any free will or desire, then how we, somebody can blame us? No. Because we have free will, according to free will, we can develop desire and that counter desire we can serve Lord. So that's why Prabhupada tells very nice thing that throughout the entire world, the higher and lower position, the living entities are selected by living themselves. Krishna is sanctioning, but desire, original desire is of living entities. So now it depends on us also. How much surrendered I am toward the Supreme Personality of God in proportion to our surrender. Krishna, uh, that according to proportion of surrender, we surrender service, and accordingly that Krishna blesses everyone. Seva Anurupam. There's a this word is being used in this verse. Seva Anurupam. That means according to the Seva, Krishna blesses everyone. Now doing Seva is something which is our free will. Krishna will have a force, but if you want to serve, he will be facility also. You can pray, you can beg for Krishna's mercy for service, he will give you. So very nice. All these words we should read and again and again. Nice line also you can see. If one is inclined to dictate that, that the Lord grants something, one receives benedictions according to his desires. Now, one important thing also, sometimes people come up with this understanding because they understand this because of desiring is the cause of so many problems. So, sometimes people come up with this understanding, let me become desireless. Let me do not have any desire. But Prabhupada says, desirelessness is not possible because desiring is something which is a symptom of a living entity. Just like a table. 
table cannot desire because it is a non living and non living thing but the living entities have a desire because they have a, they have a krishna ascension that you can desire so desiring is one of the character of living entity not even human being even animals also you see you just see a ant sometime you try to block his the ants way instead it will it will go from this place from that some other that will not stop it will go that means it also has a desire to move so similarly desirelessness is not possible there are two kind of philosophers buddhist and impersonalist so buddhist says we should banish all the desires and an impersonalist says we should we should uh, become desireless so both both the things are almost same that either you become you banish all the desires or you become desireless both the things are not possible because it is a symptom of a living entity if he is living entity is alive he will be having some desires that is not possible to become desireless however this one more option the third option is living entity should have desire but the desire should be not for his own sense gratification which is going to entangle him the desire should be how can i develop a desire so that i can serve lord perfection of desire may be achieved when one desired to serve the lord and the lord also desired that every living being banish the all person desires and cooperate with his desires that is the last instruction of bhagavad gita so now when we talking about desiring it doesn't mean now somebody can say prabhu what will happen what will happen to my desire i have many many desires you are telling your desire about lord what what about my desire yes now we should understand that when we serve lord it is not that we our desires are not getting fulfilled it is not like that at first of all we do not have to become desireless we have to purify our desires desiring we have to we have to desire that's a fact but we have to purify our desires and this entire krishna consciousness movement is for that purpose only to purify our material desire so that we can stop this submitting more application for sense gratification and we start submitting a new application that now i want to serve you and there is a last session of bhagavad gita that sarva dharman pratyatse maam ekam sharanam prachya when a living entity surrenders to krishna that i don't want anything for myself now anabilashita shunyam gyana karma dhanavrutam that means i don't want any abilasha i don't have any abilasha for my sense gratification my only abilasha is now to serve you then krishna reciprocates and give all kind of direction to living entities and all kind of facility also prabhupada says himself example his own example prabhupada said when i left this country india i did not had even money to purchase ticket that's why i went in a cargo ship with 40 rupees in hand simply so he says i did not had money to even purchase a ticket but now you see krishna has blessed me i had 40 rupees that time now coming back to india with 40 crores of rupees because of krishna's mercy because of krishna's desire so servant of the lord is never ever in trouble krishna will take care of everything so now our desire should be let me serve krishna that is ye yathamam prapadyante tam sadai vajamyam so krishna is not stone krishna is not impersonal light krishna is a being sentient human being who understand the feelings of living entity accordingly he reciprocates just like sometimes people say my lord is not my lord is not reciprocating to my prayers but not not giving answer so we should see whether i am praying in a proper way or not whether my prayers are genuine or not or sometimes 
Prabhupada said people go to Vrindavan or these kind of places and they have a lot of money. But what will, they will do? Entire money they will keep at home for their family and everything and they will go to Vrindavan. And what they will say? Every month please send 200 rupees for my maintenance. Prabhupada says, what about 2 crores rupees which is there at home? No, no, but, but that is for family members. So Prabhupada says, okay, Krishna also will be there for you 200 rupees only. <laughs> so if you are having 200 rupees only for Krishna, Krishna will also be there. It's perfect collaboration. Now, how to develop this desire, positive desire, and how to develop this desirelessness, actually, that happens in association of devotees. When they come in touch with the pure devotee, it is a mystical thing happens, actually. It is not an easy thing. It is not an easy thing to come in touch with movement, with this movement, and follow Krishna consciousness. Not an easy thing. But somehow or the other, if a person comes in touch and in, in goes away, that is the most unfortunate person. Because he had an option, he has an opportunity. He would have served Lord and gone back to Godhead, but still he has chosen. I mean, free will is there. Just like Krishna never forced a living entity, Krishna never stopped also. You want to come? Please come. You have to come? Welcome. You want to go back? He will guide some of the devotees, some of the uh, through spiritual master guidance or devotee. But if you are, want to go, you can go back. He will not do anything. So now, there is some of the way the Bhagavad Gita has very important words. How to develop this desire and become desirelessness and how to develop this desire to serve Lord. So this verse you will find in Bhagavad Gita in 10th chapter. So there are Chatushloki Bhagavad Gita which is verse number 8, 9, 10, 11 or 9, 10, 11 equals something like that. Where one of the verse, so one of the more, four important verses that Krishna says, how to understand this message, how to understand this uh, this. Uh, desirelessness, how to develop. Krishna says, when we discuss this pastime with devotees, he says, Bodhayanta Parasparam, when devotees, my devotees, they discuss this pastime among themselves, then they can relish this pastime. They become satisfied. They develop a desire to serve. That means bhakti is a process which is not has to be done alone. Not alone. Prabhupada said, that's why I have created this institution, International Society for Krishna Consciousness, so that I, we can give an opportunity to people in general, so that they can come and associate with devotees, associate with devotees and develop this desire for serving Lord. One more place you will find in Bhagavatam, Satang Prasanga Mamamidu Samvido, Rasayana Katha. That means this message, the potency of this message can be very nicely understood and can be increased when we associate with devotees. Sadang Prasangan, Pamapir Samvido. That means we, when we do Sangha with devotees, live with devotees, then we can understand the subject matter very, very easily. And the potency we can understand very nicely and in fact also will be very nice. So then when we associate with devotees, then this desire to serve Lord automatically develops. Otherwise, if you are alone, it is very, very difficult. So now we should see how can I Make sure that I am associating with devotees. If we are not having devotee association, then it will be very difficult to advance in Krishna consciousness. That's a fact. That's one of the very important things which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu says that association of devotee, A for association of devotee is very, very important. And for that desire, Prabhupada and pure devotee, like this, this, their devotees, they come. And they give a chance to immunities like somehow or the other they can be engaged in little seva. 
some of the other little seva they can do so that they can develop some kind of surrenderness toward Krishna and they can develop some pious credit or agyas uh, sukriti. Ultimately, by the mercy of Lord, they can uh, surrender to Krishna fully. And that's what Prabhupada has done. He went to Western countries, this all these people, those who are not at all initially inclined, but Prabhupada somehow or the other engaged them. Little service, they were cleaning Prabhupada's room, they were cleaning some of the things. Small service, they were arranging, arranging room for Prabhupada. They were arranging something. They were helping Prabhupada in cooking. They were helping Prabhupada in cleaning the floor like that. By doing small services, they didn't become serious. And to that extent that they left everything and became a nice devotee. So you can practically see how engaging, by engaging in service of Krishna, person can directly develop detachment from this material world. Because in that time, we are not developing detachment from this material world. That means still, still my knowledge is not complete. Because the result of real knowledge is detachment. So sometimes people have this pride that I have read Gita. I know 700 verses of Gita. I can give class on any of the slope of Gita. I can recite all the verses of Gita. I can say Bhagavatam also. Oh, that's very good. You have this knowledge. But what is the application of knowledge? Are you still attached to material world? Or sometimes people have this understanding also, this wrong belief that if I give, I can give answer to all the questions that I'm advanced. This, this also sometimes people have the understanding. Yes, Prabhuji, you can ask me any philosophical question, I can give answer. No. You may be able to give answer. That is a good thing. But this is not the ultimate thing. Because the more important thing is, have you realized all these answers? Have you realized Krishna's statement, Dukhale Masashvatam? Have you realized the statement that no. That means still my knowledge is not complete. And knowledge will become complete when you actually realize the statements. Whatever is in the scriptures, we are able to see them. We are, when we are seeing this material world, when we are seeing living entities in this material world, we are seeing them as soul. We are seeing them as a, as a compassionate. We have to see them with the compassion that they are suffering. Can, what can I do for this suffering humanity? What can I do to please Prabhupada? How can I distribute more books to Prabhupada? How Prabhupada? Then we can see that detachment has come. Otherwise, simply giving answers, it's not a very big achievement. So one devotee tells very nice thing that if you give any philosopher, any intelligent person, Prabhupada books, I'll give, the, give him six months' time. He will read entire philosophy. I can, he, he can give any answer if he's an intelligent person. He can give any of the philosophical answer from Prabhupada books. That was potency Prabhupada books said. But does that mean he's a pure devotee? No. Because he's not realized. So we should not be simply satisfied. Okay, I can give answers of all the questions. No. We have to realize this philosophy. This philosophy is not simply theory. That's why Krishna said ninth chapter of Gita. That means you should practically see the changes in your consciousness by practicing this philosophy. The practical is protection. It is an evident thing. It is not a post-edited check. Let's be discussed in one of the session. That, okay, you do something and after millions of years, you will get some realization. No. That means you can practically see the changes happening in your consciousness. And if it is not happening, that means... We are doing some short circuit. We are not following the process properly. If we still were attached to many, many material things, still we have material attachment, family attachment, and this thing, that thing, for name, fame, everything. That means the applications are getting submitted more and more. We are chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna in the morning towards. In the evening again, we are submitting more applications. God is telling, okay, 
This person is still not serious. Okay, let him submit more. Let him submit more. Entire life we are submitting, and so time goes on and on and on. So now desirelessness is possible only when we desire to serve Lord. And the desire to serve Lord start starts with serving a pure devotee of the Lord. That's where the role of acharyas. Acharyas come. They provide this opportunity. Somehow or the other, they can relieve suffering in this material world. Can do some little seva, and maybe he can go one step ahead in spiritual life. I can go back to at least he will have desire to go back to where it is some life or the other. Just like prasadam distribution. Now we are doing prasadam distribution. Person who is eating prasadam of the Lord, somehow or the other, is coming in touch with Krishna's mercy. He will eat prasadam, and he will get more opportunity to eat prasadam, and that. Eating by eating more and more prasadam, you develop that pious spirit or agyas spirity. One fine day, you will come in touch with the devotee. So any activity of the Lord, just like Prabhupada says, that if a person is simply touching my book, even though he is not reading, if somebody touching my book, that touching by touching my book, he will become pure. This is the potency of books of Prabhupada. So that's why we go out and do distribute books. We chant holy name for the Lord. We do street sankirtan. If people are hearing somehow that they are hearing Hare Krishna or they are simply responding Hare Krishna, they are getting a gas supreme. So yeah, that's why acharyas are very very important. They come give this message to society. Don't submit more applications to the Lord for sense gratification. Ultimately, you are not going to get anything out of it because ultimately it is temporary. It is not going to give any satisfaction for that. Now submit a new application. That please first of all reject all this previous application. And the new application is, I want to serve you, my Lord. Please give me a opportunity, some or the other, to serve you. And actually, the meaning of Hare Krishna mantra is that only. Oh Krishna or Adarani, please engage in your service. So if you are getting more service from the Lord, that means you are chanting very nicely. Because morning at two hours you are praying, no Krishna, give me some service, engage in service. So Krishna is giving you some service. Entire day, suppose you are busy in service of Krishna. That means yes, Krishna has given that service to you. So very blessed, nicely engaged in Krishna service. Then again next day, back Krishna will give you more service like that. If you keep on doing seva, keep on doing sadhana, slowly you are getting purified. This chetodarpan marjan is happening. The heart is right now contaminated because of so many material desires. Slowly it will get cleansed, and we will be able to see this world in its real form. We will be able to see this world with the help of shastras. That is called a shastra chakshusha. That means seeing the this world not by this material eyes. We have to see this world by the eyes of shastras, by the by the knowledge which is in the scriptures. So the chanting of Hare Krishna mantra is that only. They have to 